Hello legends, welcome to today's show. Catching up with Cub, as always, is brought to you by Cub, the Club of United Business, Australia's number one members club connecting our country's top entrepreneurs and business leaders. And today, we're connecting you to Joey and Sam Dunleavy, the owners of the Yacht Life, a beautiful couple who met while working on a 65-meter super yacht in Europe. They then came back to Australia and created what is now Australia's most trusted super yacht charter agency, the Yacht Life Australia. They have access to every super yacht on charter in Australia and around the world and have truly become Australia's representatives, giving us access to the world of super yachts. And let me tell you, they've got some crazy stories that happen inside the world's largest private super yachts. Enjoy the show. You guys have quite possibly the coolest company of all companies we've had on this show and probably <laughs> of all the companies in Cub. Oh, thank you. We, we feel the same as well. Yeah, well, I mean, you get to book super yachts for a living. I know. Yes. It's a tough job and someone's got to do it. We, <laughs> we put our hand up and said, we'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, thank you for coming on. And no, I've, been, I've been trying to get you guys on this show. Well, you guys have, I've been trying to, I must have been trying to get you on for about six months now. So I'm, I'm, uh, I'm happy to finally get you here and, and uh, thank you for coming. Now, I want to hear everything there is to hear <laughs> about luxury yachting. So like today, I, like, I mean, I know you've been on boats with Leo DiCaprio. I know you guys have been on 70. What's the biggest boat you've been on? My first boat that I worked on was 100 metres. Ah, oh, it's a big fucking boat. That's not a boat. It's like an island. Yeah, it was, Small yeah. cruise ship. Yeah. It was, yeah. If much. I jumped off the front of it, I wouldn't make it to the back. <laughs> no. And like my first day when I was working there, I just couldn't even find the exit. It was massive. <laughs> well, um, I want to hear heaps about that. And, um, and and so then you took, basically you were on boats and you, you took that experience, your knowledge of yachting and that type of thing, and you created uh, the Yacht Life. Is it the Yacht Life Sydney or is it the Yacht Life? It's the Yacht Life Australia. Like, yeah, okay. Yeah, the Yacht Life Australia. We work internationally as well, so it was the Yacht Life Australia initially, but we're broadening the horizons. And so basically you guys, anyone can come to you, including Cub, obviously we do. I even came to you for my birthday, yeah. although um, I, did, I had already found the boat that I went with beforehand. Yeah. But, um, but um, people can come to you and say, hey, look, I want to take my family to Sundays for a week or – hey, we're having a corporate event on my 30th or whatever it is. Can, can you help me organise um, a, a special experience on, on a boat? Yeah, no, definitely. So we like to kind of see it as like we're based in Australia. We look after Australian clients that want to charter in Australia but also look after Australian clients that want to travel internationally. Yeah. So being on the same time zone, we can come and meet you face-to-face, talk about itineraries, look at boat proposals so you're dealing with someone in the same country as you you kind of get that relationship before you kind of travel onto the boat which we think is quite important i think it's crucial and and so really you guys are kind of australia's representative to 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 yachting do you call it yacht i've never called it a yacht to boating yeah Yeah. Yeah, so if i want to travel overseas need a boat bang go to you guys if i want australia boat bang go to you guys where you'll go to (laughs) yeah yeah 100 and i think that's the great a great position to to take and we'll talk about my experiences with with boats because i've got a lot to say about it as well but why don't we find out a bit more uh, about you guys joey are you from australia you're from australia yeah i'm from sydney you're from Sydney? Yeah. North- born and raised, Northern Beaches. Amazing. And yeah. how did you get what made how did you get into the industry? 
So I, when I was 21, I got a one-way ticket to South of France and I had this goal and drive that I wanted to travel the world, meet amazing people, but also buy property. That was my number one goal. Um, I was from the real estate background. So um, my goal going into it was getting get out. Um, I fell in love with the industry and at the age of 23, I bought my first apartment on the Northern Beaches. And then I met this handsome guy (laughs) and, yeah, I I ended up staying for six years. I worked on some of the most prestigious, largest super yachts in the world, which kind of gave me, I guess, more drive to stay within the industry. But eventually I kind of wanted to come home and put my feet on the ground. And that's where, you know, I started working within the industry, working for international brokerage companies. And um, when Sam and I got back together, which would have been like three years ago, we wanted to create our own lifestyle, our own freedom. We wanted to stay within the industry that we love and that's kind of how the yacht life was born. Incredible. You you just reminded me of the, the remember how I was, I was saying before the episode went live that I read something funny in your in your yeah. prep sheet. I read that said the handsome man next to you, Sam, was six foot at the age of ten. Yeah. You would have been taller than me. Yeah. I would I would have killed to be <laughs> six foot at the age of ten. Taller than my dad's. But how tall are you? I'm only six foot two now. Oh, so you did, bro. So, so really you peaked at ten. <laughs> Pretty much plateaued at, at early high school. <laughs> and what about you, Sam? Are you, are you obviously a Kiwi? Yeah, Kiwi uh, from a little island called Waiheke Island, just off Auckland. Yeah, grew up there. Um, family moved over there when I was one year old, so grew up, born and raised. So were you from the mainland and you moved to the island? Or? Yeah, yeah. Technically born in Auckland but moved uh, straight over to Waiheke Island. What was it like growing up in yeah, the island? Yeah, it was cool. It was, it was kind of undiscovered then. Uh, it's very discovered now. It's pretty much a um, – uh, another suburb of Auckland City is a lot of like the, yeah, a lot of people moving over there, commuting uh, from Waiheke to the city. And it's is, about, there, is there like a ferry? Yeah, that just it's goes like back Manly to Circular Quay. It's oh, okay. Similar. It's about thirty-five minutes on a ferry. Oh, good. Like go. an island of wine. Yeah, but yeah. So we we moved over there, and the uh, the family started a vineyard in the in the late eighties. Oh, so it's good wine land, is it? It's good yeah, wine it's land. Island yeah. of wine. Yeah. Wow, that's go. what it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Is that was that why you guys are together? You guys, <laughs> oh, and this <laughs> guy is Island of Wine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, we started a, a vineyard over there, and uh, my father was the winemaker and uh, viticulturist, and yeah, we lived on site, so grew up amongst the vines and in the ocean, which is pretty cool. And and so, did you have the same kind of like, God, oh, I'm 21, I'm gonna go to the south of France and get on in big boats and save up and buy an apartment? Or what was your yeah. what was your decision making to get to – was yeah. it your first career choice? No, no, it wasn't. I um, my very, very first uh, career path was in um, exercise and sports science. So I did a degree in exercise and sports science at um, Otago University and then uh, went travelling. as very keen to go see the world and um, keen snowboarder, so – I followed the winters for a bit, doing um, seasons in Aspen and Whistler in Canada, and um, yeah, cruised, met a lot of people, cruised to a bunch of different areas. Um, yeah, lived with about sixteen South Africans in mm-hmm. Aspen, Colorado, at one point, and got good mates with them, and went over to South Africa for the uh, two thousand ten Football World Cup, which was a pretty cool experience. And what did you think of Aspen? What do you do? You, oh, love it's love cool. Aspen, the only yeah. thing, I, the only problem I got with Aspen is it's not like Europe or Australia where the runs are like kind of paved out and like it's smooth and you can like 
in France, you can just kind of like, whoo, like yeah, yeah. cruise down and ski and like there's nothing really fucking you up. Nah. In Aspen, it's full rogue. Like you're just yeah. skiing and then bang, you hit a hole and you poof, you like, yeah. it's just rogue, it's you rogue land. What's about you there, that's for sure. But yeah, yeah, I, I was there for the apres ski. I wasn't oh, there yeah. to, to die on the mountain. <laughs> it's a very integral part of yeah, <laughs> skiing and snowboarding, is that right? Is it not? It, it is an integral oh, part yeah, of, of the whole experience <laughs> yeah. and it really does complete it because yeah. you have – when you do those trips, you've got the like health and adventure aspect, but you also have the fun aspect, oh, the, yeah, the, yeah. the relaxed fun oh, yeah. aspect. That's a, the whole, one of the biggest draw cards is that. The that whole, that feeling. <laughs> but uh, so we, we had an amazing season, um, just snowed and snowed and there was bluebird days and having the, the four mountains in Aspen from Aspen all the way through to Snowmass is just, yeah, you've got it on a plate. So And, and so then when, when did you get on, when yeah, did you get in, so the, in the industry? Basically, did my travelling and whilst travelling I um, had a few mates that were in the industry and uh, they were in, yeah, dotted around Caribbean, Mediterranean, but I had one of my best mates was on a yacht in um, on the Red Sea in Egypt, which is pretty random, and I went mm. to, um, didn't know that much about it at the time, but I went to see him and catch up and uh, stayed on his yacht, which was pretty cool because the uh, the owner was away at the time and um, was in a little Alguna, a little resort on the, on the Red Sea, so... Pretty much got immersed. There's a whole bunch of super yachts there, crews, like a lot. Of are there are a lot of yachts in, in the Red Sea, are they? Uh, there, well, there was at that time. I think that's a stop. Um, Stopping a, place. A, a, I don't know if there's a lot around there, but I think people come and check it out and you know, head back into the, the Mediterranean. Can you cruise through and see the pyramids while you're on the boat? Or no? <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, yeah, imagine that. Yeah, I would I, do that. I'm sure you probably could, actually. I've seen um, a volcano explode before. From, from a boat? Trimboli. Yeah, from, from a yacht. In Italy, from oh, Stromboli, yeah. just yeah. cruising past, and it would just explode at night. It's cool, really? Though. Yeah, just you get to see some really river. cool stuff. <laughs> I went to um, I went to a volcano in Italy. I can't remember what it was called. It was in what's the what's the island at the bottom of Italy where the mafia is from? Sicily. 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 Yeah. And there's a volcano. There's a town called Tarmina, and then there's a volcano called oh, it's not something, that, some bullshit right next to uh, Tarmina. Um, I don't know. It's pretty high up. Anyway, yeah. it was the first time I've been. Uh, to a volcano, and I've got photos, and it looks like I'm on the moon. Yeah. It was, it <laughs> was, it, yeah. It was, first of all, I was there in summer. I actually had just got off a boat. I, I was there in summer, so that's it was it was hot, and um, you go up all the way to the volcano, and it was freezing. Yeah, and it's like there was like this f- smoke, and the rocks are all red and non-natural, mm. like they don't yeah. look like from that we're used to. Yeah. And I've got photos just sitting there on this like moon looking planet. Yeah. And they, I, yeah. I reckon that's where they, uh, fake the moon land. And yeah, so, so you, that's how yeah. you go into boating. Basically that was my first, first little look at it. Mm. And I yeah, planted the seed basically. And, um, from there I actually went home cause, uh, I'm a yeah, winemaker by trade that, so, I'll go Family step, business stepping called. forward a little bit. I did my postgrad in uh, wine science to, yeah, take over the eventually take over the family uh, business from the old man, and so I did go back and to Waiheke and I was working alongside my father until he retired. Then took took the reins from him. But um, in between that, when I first got back, I wasn't quite ready to settle down yet while he was still still going. So decided to go and um, get my tickets uh, and head out to the yachts for a. For a few years, just to you know, just uh, soften the the blow, soften the blow, and um, the transition, transition exactly, yeah. and come come back in. Um, and is that where you guys that met? Is that when you guys met? Well, I initially just sort of fell into a job on a thirty-five meter yacht in Auckland. 
for a private owner, which was really nice, and did a bit of cruising around there, and then um, crossed the Tasman because uh, they initially offered me a um, part-time job, but said, "Oh, you want to stay on full time?" And we're, we're heading over to Australia, so I was like, yeah, sounds good. So we crossed the uh, Tasman, which was pretty cool, five days at sea. And so, so when did you guys? Did you meet yeah. in Europe on a boat, or what yeah, was? Yeah, the- so so I got a job uh, from a friend of mine when I was working in, um, in in Australia in Hamilton Island. We were there for four months, but I was ready to head over to the Mediterranean and Caribbean and like see all the the glitz and glam over in Europe. And um, got a job on a sixty-five meter yacht through a friend of mine that I went to uni with. She was the chief stewardess, and um, they flew me over to Italy, which I was pretty stoked about. And at the same time, she had hired uh, five other people. They were in between seasons and um, rocked in there, and uh, yeah, Joey just happened them. to be one of the other. You're five. even more, you're even more stoked. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's pretty pretty classic because when you first met me, I was sitting in sitting yeah. in the having breakfast, and what did you think? I thought that he was the captain. <laughs> no way, he gives off captain vibes. He does. He was there on his laptop, and he was really serious. And I was like, I better go. And I had just done a 24 hour flight from Sydney, and I got there, and I was. He was the only one in uniform and when I got there thought he looked really serious but really he was on um, sports bets <laughs> or his fantasy team or something. Yeah, and he probably, he probably thought, amazing, she's hidden on me. Yeah. Like, You're thinking, I'll I better say hi to the boss. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll just exactly. carry this on for a little bit. Yeah, until we got on. Uh, oh, that's awesome. And, yeah. and tell me, what's it like being on these boats Um um, it, 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 dealing with these, you know, with these families and uh, and people on them, and what, what what's the experience like? What are the people like? You know, any funny stories? Any but wow stories? Yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed working on the yachts. Um, everyone that I had come on board were really friendly. Just really depend on what charter was coming on. Really, like we'd have, but they're big money people. Like I know yeah. I've got. Um, like I've told you guys before, my my best friends uh, own a super yacht called the Icon. Yeah. It's seventy meters, and I know the. I think my friend is the captain of that. Really? <laughs> yeah. No way. I might yeah. be. Yeah. So we've uh, in conversation for another day, but but yeah. I might be I might be going That's on so it in funny. a couple of months. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, but um, so they're my best friends in the world. I've been friends with them since I was fourteen yeah. when I was living in Paris. Anyway, I looked up <laughs> their boat. I looked up their boat. Um. Uh, to to rent or if it was for rent, and it was something like two million or a million euros for yeah. the week. week yeah. Yeah. So and, and that's not it. That's seventy meters. You, I mean, you've been on a hundred meters, and yeah. and um, John Simons has a, had a seventy five meter boat, and Packer has a ninety meter. Boat. There's big, some big, big boats. boats. Yeah. yeah, and so the people that are either owning them, it's one story, but even the people renting them, yeah, that's are, a whole another. It's whole a whole part. yeah, and and so I, I guess that's what I. Have you ever had any negative experiences? Have you had all positive ones? Other people, are they just living in a whole nother world? You know, from your perspective. I feel like definitely like some of the clients that come on, they're in a total different world, but your like job is there to make sure that they're having an amazing time. Um, We've had princes um, on board that ask for McDonald's, like, but to be served on a, on a platter and, um, the whole table to be set as if you're sitting down for a dinner, but they're wanting McDonald's. And that was at the Cannes Film, Film Festival. Festival. That's on, or just finished. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. just um, gone. But um, then you'll have these amazing families that want to like literally steal you off the boat and be like, come and work yeah. for us. Um, really? Yeah, yeah you had some bag. amazing stories, didn't you? Yeah, we uh, had had a couple of, um, you know, different stories. You, you, get the, you get the people that, you know, aren't, aren't as nice and come on and sort of just, 
don't, I'd imagine. Don't, yeah, the you, devil you know wears how it is in, in that way. <laughs> uh, that sort of just, you know, you don't want to be, they don't want to see you, they just want stuff to be done. Yeah. But then you get the uh, like lovely families. Like I think um, when I was working on another yacht, um, not with Joey, I had the, the CEO of like Goldman Sachs in, in New York was on board with his family at the time and, um, yeah, they were so lovely. They, you know, really nice people, down to earth, you know, got a lot of, a lot of money but wouldn't show, you know, they just acted as if they were, you know. Just so you get a full array of yeah, of the yeah. wealthiest people in the I world, totally. from, from the nicest to the ones who we're don't a, look at you. Yeah. <laughs> we are in the British Virgin Islands at the time, just off Nicker Island, and um, they invited us to their the private resort that they were members of just on the, on the mainland the whole crew, you know, mm-hmm. 18 of us, to come and have lunch and just chill out at their resort and enjoy the amenities and pretend like you're, you're not working on the boat for a, an afternoon, which oh, is yeah. really nice because they want, we looked after them and they wanted to repay and the favour. The, what are the, uh, the, crew, um, uh, the crew quarters like? You know, it, Small. They're pretty yeah. small. Uh, They're uh, really small. Are they? And <laughs> yeah. so, had, uh, so, all, so how many staff would be on, um, for example, like, like the Icon? Yeah. So a 70 metre boat. Meter. You'd be yeah. looking at like 20 Twelve? crew. Yeah. 20? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 20. Wow. So you've got like stewardesses, you've got engineers, you've got rotation captains. Yeah. Security, lifeguards. Yeah. 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 So yeah, yeah we probably had about 70. On our yacht. Yeah. 65 metres. 65 and so, and the crew, so the crew has their own section in the boat, which yeah. is basically invisible because I've actually never seen yeah. one. Yeah. Tucked away. Um, yeah, and so it'd be tucked away. It's usually below deck. Below deck. Yeah. And, and Just like the series. Is it bunk beds or is it, what's it like? Yeah. So yeah. the captain, the, the higher-ranked crew, captain yeah, they engineers, get, they usually get a get a nice uh, cabin to themselves yeah. with a double bed. But um, the captain, the icon, has a sick cabin. Yeah, yeah. usually yeah. the captains are on like a higher level, a top floor with yeah. like a king bed or something. So they're like the shit. Yeah. Like yeah. you're a captain of a boat. Yeah, yeah. you're us, the man yeah, or the yeah, woman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> us lowly lowly deckhands and stewardesses, we just <laughs> the, the uh, little bunk beds. Yeah, at the but back. it is an amazing. Uh, life because you're basically you're living yeah. on a super yacht yeah, and exactly. traveling yes. the world and a lot I mean, of the time it's empty yeah. too you, you yeah. you're on there oh, yeah, that's exactly right. yeah. yeah depending what on is, your captain like you can use the gym you can use the jacuzzi so you're like pretty much on owning a five, super yacht for five hundred thousand <laughs> you know us a week boat and you're just living on it and so there's times where no one's on the boat and you guys basically have the boat to yourselves. Yeah. Yeah. The crew have the boat to themselves. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like cool. I feel like that is like my degree in what I do now. It's like <laughs> I've lived it, yeah. breathed it, I've worked in it and I know exactly like what every client is wanting to expect. And that's why we kind of go to boat shows as well and the reason behind that is like we want to go on the boat and we want to make sure, you know, everything is up to a certain standard before we put that charter yeah. Know what you're talking about, you know? Yeah. When My, you see it firsthand, you can. The recommend. first time I ever went on a boat like that, I remember just being like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, it, is this true? I walked on, and if the whole crew's like standing in a line, yeah. like, Cruising waiting on. to greet you. You walk through, take your bag and stuff. Then I got to my to my room and all my stuff was already put out. Like yeah. no, I had I had like you know, all, all your stuff is just put yeah. put in place yeah. and things like that. I was like, well, okay. that was that was pretty easy. <laughs> and then every morning, lunch, dinner just yeah. comes out, the food, the take it was just like, what is this? Yeah. And then 
I just remember, like, that's why I made the joke at the start. Like, if I jumped off the front, I wouldn't make it to the bat. back. I remember doing that and being like, fuck, that's a long way. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was tired. I was like, it's just amazing what the – it's just another world. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's it what it's, totally. it's, it's, it's something to aspire to. It always gave me a lot of ambition. It was like, fuck, I yeah. really – like this is this is yeah. possible. This I've, is I've heard yeah. that from a few people. People actually. can yeah. you can do this. This yeah. is a yeah. this is a thing that you can do yourself, and and it's and it gives you that. No, yeah. it's not. It gives you that motivation. I always found, Joey, like what you said when when you went to the south of France or wherever people travel. I always found that one of the best things about traveling for me was, it was like okay, I still have a long way to go. <laughs> you know, it's like mm. I, there's still a lot of this world. That and there's a lot of nice things, and there's a lot of people that have a lot of nice things. Yeah. And I want to be one of those people, and I can be one of those people, and like I, I can do that. It gives you that like woof. It gives you that motivation, and I think that's one of the most special things about traveling. I, yeah. I imagine it'd be one of the most special things about your guys' industry. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. I think that we're very goal driven, and you know, we want to create a lifestyle that we live, and to do so, like we're just. I think I actually heard a podcast that you did recently about the hunter and the gatherer. Oh, that was Theo Chambers. Yeah, and I am, great just, I am such a hunter. <laughs> like <laughs> I am so hungry like to, you know, promote our business and to get it out there but also to like educate other people like how possible it is to charter mm. and to live that lifestyle. Yeah, and it is because it just depends on what you want. Like you might want uh, a boat for your 30th, that's a yeah. different story, but you might want a boat for your comp- for your team. Yeah, it's yeah. Good. they're going to be two different options and 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 two different price points and two different yeah. everything. Yeah, and um, obviously you guys help me with with those too. So it's about give, you know finding the right option for. Yeah. So, and so tell me, how did you then go from? Um, well, we're some of the most knowledgeable people in this industry in Australia now because we've we've been through it, we've experienced it and whatnot. Let's let's turn this into a business. What 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 made you take that leap? When um. Joe and I, yeah, reconnected after our, our life on the yacht because we parted ways then came back together. When Joe came back to Australia, I decided to move to Australia to, to, to make follow a, her. To make Evan, to follow her, yeah. to drag me over. I'm the captain. Good plan. I'm the, <laughs> <laughs> the boss. I direct this ship. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, so Joey was working as a charter broker here in Australia when she um, finished on the yachts. And we kind of, we've both always been, had the, you know, entrepreneurial drive and wanted to start our own businesses and we're just figuring it out, like, which which direction we'll take and how we'll do that. And, um, yeah, we thought, like, we've got knowledge, skills, contacts in the yachting industry. We love the yachting industry. Sydney's the most perfect place to start a business in the yachting industry. Um, so let's just do it. And we thought now's the time to, you know, we're at the age and and – time of our life to, to start a business and just go all in and um we went all we in yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah no, and, and, and just it, that's the hardest part that's yeah. always the hardest part whenever anyone tells like if anyone asks me what's that there's two hardest parts in my opinion the first is just starting yeah and then the second is people yeah yeah, yeah and that's you could pretty much ask any member and they're always going to say actually most of them will say people but but yeah. starting in my opinion that's because they are the ones that started but for the majority yeah. who don't start it it would be starting but yeah, but um and I mean you started also at a difficult time because mm. um that was the year of the bushfires am I yeah, correct t- 2020 yeah. and the harbor so wasn't that appealing it, no yeah it was no, covered in smoke I think also a lot of people like didn't want to be spending money 
and enjoying chartering a yacht when the when something like that was happening. happening. So, which we completely understand, and you know we're in the same. But we were actually donating to the bushfire appeal and everything, um, even though we had just started a business and we weren't really making any money during that time. Um, and then we were hit with COVID. Yeah, yeah, straight into COVID. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so you guys actually, you guys Fantastic. have had a, actually, you guys have had a really, you really chose the hardest time yeah. ever so, yeah. to start yeah. to start a, a boating business. Exactly. But that's what's going to make you stronger. Yeah, so exactly. If we can get through, get through that, you can get through anything. Yeah. Surprisingly, yeah. Surprisingly, we've been really busy, and I know hence, I've seen all. I can see hence it. why we're six months late for the podcast. Yeah. No. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm so happy. I'm so well, obviously you guys are already the uh, the. Um, uh, uh, Boating people of choice for the entire cub, um, but and my hope is that this that everyone, all you amazing listeners listening right now, that <laughs> for all your boating needs, I couldn't recommend Joe and Sam. And I never promote anyone to use on the podcast, to be honest, because that's not what the podcast is about. But I, I just love what they're doing, and I love them as people. So I highly recommend reaching out to them for anything. Thanks, mate. Um, Thank you very much. No, but only because I think it's just so cool what you're doing. And um. And uh, so how does it actually work? So when someone's booking a boat, um, it just say in Australia, so, so not overseas, what's the actual process and, and what are the things that they should know about before doing so? Um, I guess it really comes down to like a few crucial things of um, talking about how many people are going to be coming with you because every boat has a legal capacity um, in survey for them to be able to travel on the boat or to do an event. And um, another thing is location. Uh, we've got yachts that are located all over Australia, um, South Pacific and worldwide. So it just really depends on um, where you want to go at what time because there's different seasons. But the legal capacity thing is quite interesting. Yeah. Because the boat's so big, there has so much room, but you're only allowed to have X number of people on it. Otherwise what happens, it becomes a um, – uh, uh, yeah. Like why is there that number? Survey. It becomes a commercial and you have to start paying taxes is what I from what yeah. I understood. Well, a lot of them owner. just won't take um, more than, you know, 12 is usually the highest number for sleeping overnight on board a yacht. Even in the med, you might have a boat that has 21 cabins but can still only take 12. No. That's just their yeah. survey. Because and why? So from my understanding with that is it's because if they cross that number, it becomes a commercial vessel, and if you're a commercial vessel, you have to start paying company taxes and things like I that. Heard, is that correct? Yeah. yeah. When I first started, I heard once you cross over from uh, yeah, say the twelve to fourteen people, you hit into like um, cruise ship territory, and you yeah, get it's treated it becomes like commercial. A yeah. Cruise yeah, ship, yeah, which is crazy. Yeah, isn't that funny? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm so rich, got a boat so big, I'm not yeah. even allowed to fill the thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Like, sorry, got to cut you yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. And what about the like one thing that that I uh, uh, learned the hard way was the whole thing with um, the well, the tax when booking a boat, and then also uh, what what do you call it when you pay for all your Food, a APA. APA. Your, your APA. Yeah, what's yeah. that stand for? So advanced provisioning allowance. Yeah. So that is pretty much your food, beverage, your fuel. Um, if you want to do a land excursion, you want to get a helicopter ride around the boat, mm-hmm. um, anything like that that's going to cost outside of just the charter cost, um, you're looking at like 20 to 30%, 30%. APA, depending on every boat is different, every um, charter management um Prices that differently. Oh, really? Yeah. So I thought 30% was pretty much the standard in, like, for example, Europe. Yeah. So most of the boats in Europe do 30%. And what about Um, Australia? Some in Australia, they might do 20%. But in Australia, we're finding a lot of the boat owners are starting to do all-inclusive rates, which Australians actually really like because then 
um, if they're not travelling and chartering overseas, it's, they don't know what APA is and it's very common in Europe but in Australia they just want the whole price. They don't want to pay extra at the end. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Because otherwise you look at it, it says $80,000. You're like, oh, sweet. And yeah. then, oh, surprise, there's <laughs> actually Plus. an additional $30,000 yeah. APA and an additional $20,000 for yeah. VAT or yeah, your VAT or your tax depending on what location yeah. and, you're in. And yeah. it's euros and then the Australian yeah, dollar yeah. drops and then you're really <laughs> fucking upset. Yeah. 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 But, um, I'm actually working with a um, client now that we've got presented both options. So you can take the, the charter rate plus plus or you can have the all-inclusive you know, per night, per week, right? Yeah. It just makes it easier to Yeah, and some yeah. of them prefer that. They're like, I don't want to think about it. This is yeah. what, yeah, this is what it is. This is what I pay I and let's go yeah. rather than having to deal with, okay, we'll get this and that will cost this and da 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 And I mean at the end of the day, it. to some degree, everything can be somewhat negotiable Yeah, depending on, I don't think that the boat owner is going to lose business if they want an all-inclusive rate. You just mm. kind of make it work. Some people um, prefer to, yeah. Yeah, it's just a learning curve. What's the market like now? Is it kind of boosted up since everyone's excited getting you know, yes. there? Oh, they've got yes. freedom Absolutely. again. Since freedom, yeah, lockdown yeah. finished, freedom happened, it's been boom. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. been cooped up it, for too long and wanted yeah. to get out on the water. And how did the industry adjust to, like, um, lockdowns and things? So, um, you know, because, I, you know, there was a period where we were free again. I even hate talking about those periods. But, you know, when, when they let us out yeah. of jail and we had that, that four-month period and then, you know, we got locked back down again and then people weren't sure are they going to keep locking us down or not. How did the industry kind of overcome that? Because if you're booking a boat in advance, you'd be like, well, I don't know if I'm going to be locked down or not. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of, a lot of uncertainty. It, um, the yachts had to come out with pretty clear guidelines for, yeah. for guests about what happens if this happens. For so example. they adjusted the contracts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So – to give to give people you know a bit of security when they're booking because they no one really wanted to book because they didn't know is it gonna yeah COVID gonna cancel yeah our charter we're gonna lose our money what's gonna happen so yeah we worked with the yachts and they came came up with some really good clauses to mm. you know, keep everyone you know covered in certain situations and you know if this happens you can either postpone or get your money back to okay so scenario. the boat owners also became more flexible yeah, yeah definitely in the time yeah. Like so before they wouldn't have allowed a postponement but because of COVID and the clause that had come in, um, they want to do the right thing by people and yeah. if COVID gets in the way that we're still using those contracts and those terms oh, very today just and in case. Yeah, you need it. Well, yeah, now yeah. there's monkeypox or whatever the fuck it's called. So, yeah. yeah you, you don't know what's going to come. Well, you don't know what they're going to send yeah, out us next. Out next yeah. So in Australia, where would you recommend, like where, where's a, where's a, or where is a hotspot where people go um, you know, maybe on a family holiday w w with a boat or a couples thing or whatever it yeah. is. Because oh. Sundays, what Sundays coming up? Uh, the what Sunday season, which just sort of ranges from between July and November, uh, roughly. It's a big season, so it's good almost. Yeah, six it's sort of yeah. start to to end, but August September, sort of the two key months, and a bit of October. What? Why not mm. summer? So most of the charter boats come back to Sydney for summer. Oh, yeah, yeah we've got to follow the money. See yeah. you guys. Yeah, yeah exactly. No, Sydney's, and and Sydney's the place when you to get be. to kind of like November, that's when the corporate Christmas parties and yeah. all of the, you know, summer celebrations start and it's generally around the Sydney Harbour. Oh, so they, the boats literally move yeah. based yeah, yeah. on the market. A lot of the big, yeah. big yachts from Sydney will head up to around now, will head up to the Sundays for, for the yeah. season. And okay. Cruise back because, it, yeah, it gets – obviously it gets a bit colder here and – not as much action and, yeah, a lot of people yeah. like to head up there for, for 
for a family holiday. And when's the best time to get a good price? So like if you're looking at doing a boat thing, right now it's freezing in it's winter. Yep. Yeah. Um, is it cheaper to get a boat in the Whitsundays now than it was um, than it is when it's summer here or is it cheaper to go in summer because all the boats are here and I don't yeah. know. Yeah, uh, there's definitely um, shoulder seasons and off seasons for the different area you'll find better deals. In Sydney, obviously summer, peak summers, um, you know, November through to through to March, so yeah. in, in between. Um, and then April, and sh- May, Shoulder seasons June. off that you'll get – You'll find better deals with yachts here. So yeah. winter time here for the yachts that stay, you'll you'll find better deals, which is good. And then uh, same is there a period? Flip it around in the wet Sundays. But is there a period of pretty decent boating weather that is also an off season that you would recommend? Well, like this is this is technically off season now. And, yeah, April's um, yeah, yeah, April May is beautiful. April is pretty nice out yeah. there at the moment. You know, it's yeah. just. Uh, this summer's been pretty invariable with weather. Like, yeah, we ha- oh, been and a we benchmark. had the That's the right, you had La Nina. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you After really COVID. Got hit a lot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we really need to support. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but I'll tell you what, the next five years are going to look cruisy, hopefully. Crazy. Yeah. You know, like, like you'll be that. like, fuck, we did the fire thing, yeah. we did the like, COVID thing, we did the rain, yeah. you know, the flooding yeah. thing. We've done yeah. basically all the things. We yeah. did a bit of an earthquake thing at one point as well. Like, we've kind of done all the stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, exactly right. We've, yeah. we've been through it, so hopefully it's just onward and upward from here. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And what's your vision for for the company? What 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 would you like to be positioned at or known as in the market? Yeah, we'd like to be positioned and known as you know the company you can come to and people you can come to to cater to any yachting need. You know, basically focusing in the in the charter market. I guess um, Australia's trusted people. Trusted, yeah. We yeah. we yes. like to pride ourselves on that. Uh, trust and loyalty and looking after our clients is, yeah, that's big for us. is uh, number one for us basically. Yeah, like yeah. even um, for, for me when I was booking for my birthday, I had a contact but only because I grew up in France. So yeah. like yeah. I didn't even know the lady yeah. but my friend um, connected me to her and I was thinking if I didn't have that, it was still a pretty cold connection because I, I'd never met her. Yeah. But – but I had the trusted introduction. But if I didn't have that and I was going through the process I was doing and I was, you know, because you have to send the money earlier as well and do all yeah. that type of stuff and you're, you're dealing with that type of um, money, you're going to feel really you know, uh, hesitant to, yeah. to, towards doing it if you don't yeah. have a really good relationship with someone. Okay. And I can imagine if, like, for example, if, if, if I was just talking to you guys, yeah. I'm going to feel a lot more comfortable yeah. with um, with scheduling in advance and, and, yeah. and locking in the boat. So I, I really That's think right, that yeah. is a key element to your yeah, um, yeah. to the business, but particularly for the European charters. Yeah. yeah, definitely. I think you said it, like you put it really well, that the, we're the Australian trusted yacht charter company yeah. and I think that's where we're yeah, standing and, at the moment. you know, I really think you guys should kind of like promote your – yourselves like in the business because you're dealing with a beautiful couple who have a beautiful child and they're trusted and uh you know sorry they're trusted and they're they're just beautiful people like that's who you want to deal with when you're dealing with expensive products you know you want to deal with people that you know aren't trying to screw you yeah you know they're they're just they're they're building a great life for their family and therefore they want to give you the best service possible to to do that and i think that's what's really it's unique about you guys and and your industry has a lot of scumbags in it too (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah i've dealt with them too okay um um and and 
that, that I think that that gives you guys a really strong position because it's like, well, yeah, there are a lot of scumbags in this industry, and, and there are. Um, um, I can see you guys like fuck. <laughs> but 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 that's it's a great opportunity because there's when there's when there's people that you can count on that you can yeah. trust. Yeah, it's a huge genuine. opportunity. Yeah, genuine. Yeah. That's the word yeah. I'm going for. I, I really think you should play that heavily also in yeah. your in your yeah. branding and marketing. Thanks, yeah. yeah. So feedback from a customer. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, thank it. you. Really appreciate yeah, that. And, and how has Cub been for you guys so far? Yeah, really good. Yeah, we've loved it. Um, we. So he got introduced to Calvin a few years, well, basically when I first arrived to Sydney and um, loved the idea, wanted to go into it but thought we'd probably just need to establish our business a bit. A bit more. But yeah. more before we join just so we've, you know, we've got something solid to be able to. I agree. I think that's that's always the best yeah. way. I always recommend people to, to do that. It, it, it's it's um, it, because uh, connecting with other uh, business owners, uh, uh, particularly accomplished business owners, it, it it almost works better when 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 you're yeah. when you've got that more established uh, company and things because you, yeah. you you're then able to really bring value towards each other. Absolutely. And um, sorry, I forgot. I wanted to ask you um, what it was like uh, working together as a couple, because you know, do, do you ever have problems with that, or how do you balance uh, love life with um, work life? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you both look at each other. <laughs> For the people that can't see, or no one can see, we don't release these in video, but they looked at each other really funny. <laughs> no, it's definitely one of the – it's a big challenge as anyone that uh, – any couples that work together as well know that, yeah, it's a, it's a balancing act and you have to try and, yeah, separate yeah. the two and deal with them separately and, yeah. I think we so work far, really so well good. together. Yeah, we work well together. I feel like we complement each other. You do. I feel like Sam's the serious. Yeah, like, and I'm and like, you're like the let's hunter. Start, like, yeah, I'm a hunter that's going <laughs> out, um, but coming out with all these amazing ideas, and then Sam kind of is the one that kind of does all the you know paperwork. Yeah, he's the planning, and he's just like, yeah, let's do, let's run with this, and then I'm the force. That's and, pretty cool. Yeah. And how did uh, what, what was your daughter's name? Charlotte. How did Charlotte. and how did Charlotte coming into the world? Uh, impact things. Yeah. Well, actually, that's I guess another thing that's happened. That is, in, yeah, in that's the first probably the business. Yeah, we really we like to spice it up, don't we? Yeah, <laughs> we do. Um, she's amazing. She has been just like a dream baby for us. She sleeps through the night. She's an eater. She, Very lucky. yeah, she's just um, the like the reason well. why sure we you know continue to well. do what we do. Is she tall? Is she? <laughs> yeah, she's going to be tall. She's off the scales. Oh my charts, god! Well, yeah. yeah, I'm still dying at six foot at the age of ten. That's <laughs> unbelievable. I would, if I met you and you were ten and I was me now, I'd just be so jealous. <laughs> I'd be like you little fuck. <laughs> yeah, no, it's good. It's definitely good for sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's actually yeah. that is quite interesting. Yeah, yeah. thirteen, done. Uh, yeah, and you met you at thirteen. You were six foot two. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you died. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah, that was cool. special genetics so you, you got there. I thought I was going straight to the NBA, but no. but he's got, <laughs> yeah. you're looking at that basketball over uh, there. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's Michael Jordan. I love oh wow! Yeah. I watched his documentary. I was like, "Fuck, I need Michael Jordan." How ball. good is it? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, we got into that. And oh, everyone gets into and that. And the drive to survive. Well, what's that? Oh, with oh, the Monaco. Formula One. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's cool. The that's increase cool. of inquiries that we have for Monaco Grand Prix now is in really? insane. Yeah. When yeah. is the Monaco Grand Prix? Uh, in Monaco. This weekend. Yeah. No, I know where it is. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, Monaco. <laughs> when? I've, I've been, I've, I've been I stayed Sunday. at the Fairmont. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. is Beautiful. on that main turn yeah. so you can stand yeah. at the yeah. 
Yeah. Um, what's that turn, that fucking hook turn? I don't know okay. how those cars uh, go that far. No. But see, that's your guy's world. Yeah. You're in the luxury experience. Yeah. yeah. Experience things from the water world. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And yeah. some pretty cool places. Yeah. So we both have been to Monaco a lot, like yourself. Yeah, I lived in Monaco yeah. for a bit. Oh, did you? Working and living on a What do you think about Monaco? Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's like, very small. It's only like four kilometres yeah. long, isn't like it? Like you something? can get everywhere in five minutes. Yeah. I used That's to drive amazing. around a golf buggy. Yeah. And I was the only person to drive a golf buggy. Everyone had Rolls Royces. So I was the one, <laughs> I was getting more looks than the Rolls Royces. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, suckers. It's <laughs> special if he's rolling around a golf yeah. buggy. This guy's really confident. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's really good. Or he's just broke. Yeah. 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 Either it looks so good. good. <laughs> and tell me about the Leo DiCaprio experience. So you're on a so boat. I was Tell me what cha- you can anyway. Yeah, I was on a charter boat and we had a big, I think it was Universal Universal Studios that came on and he had a party one night and he just said, you know, Joey, we've got a few guests coming I on. To, so you guys were, hey, it was a first name basis. Yeah, well, this was the. You're like, yes, Leo. <laughs> this is one of the people either. that worked for Universal Studios that had the big oh, event okay. on board. So he said, you know, we've got a few guests coming on. And I said, yeah, that's fine. You know, if they're going to stay, I just need their passport. But if not, that's all good. And um, he's like, there's a really special one that I want to make sure that he gets extra, you know, good service. And I said, that's fine. I was like, can I have his name and I'll let all the other girls know. And he's like, oh, you might know him, um, Leonardo. And I was like, Leonardo, knowing exactly who it was. He said, Leonardo DiCaprio. (laughs) And I was just like, my face, I was poker face. And I was like, that's totally fine. He's like, you seem really calm. Are you not excited? And I was like. No, that's fine. Like we'll definitely make sure that we look after him. Went behind like below deck with all the other girls and we're just screaming in the background <laughs> saying, we're going to meet Leo. <laughs> oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. The boys are probably doing the same too. Yeah, yeah, oh, the man. boys yeah. are just, uh, you know, just as excited. Yeah. My and whole goal in life is just to have Leo treatment. Yeah. Like just walk around and have Leo yeah. treatment. That's basically what I'm living for. Yeah, yeah. I'm, waiting for yeah. Him to, I'm waiting for him to. I'm waiting for him to inquire on a boat with us now. I'm like, that's my goal. <laughs> he was living in Australia at one point. I was, I was quite young when he did that. I can't remember. He must have been yeah. filming. They must have filmed a movie here. But he was, yeah. he was living here at one point. And did you actually get to meet? Did you guys get to meet him? Yeah, we got to meet him. Um, he was on board for the night. So yeah, we obviously looked after him. Um, it was like quite a big event. We had prints. Heaps of models. Heaps of models came yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. See, that's part of the Leo treatment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we also had Prince come on board. Oh, and this cool. is like maybe six or seven months before he passed away. Oh, wow. And um, he came on with that. a big entourage and these big platform shiny shoes and like a cane stick that was just like full of diamonds. It was really cool. Maybe I want Prince life. Yeah. yeah. Prince treatment, yeah. 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 How about you put Leo with a diamond Prince stick? And what was the vibe like? Was it was, it was it one of the like best a normal parties. part? Oh, it was a good, oh, just a totally. good mad party. Yeah, I was. We, we were all getting in there. It was amazing. <laughs> it was. It was awesome. Oh, that's amazing. So you've met some crazy. But you met the owner uh, of Airbnb. Yeah, yeah I met one, one of the co-founder Joe. Yeah, so I met him. He came on the boat as a guest. Oh, we, whose boat? Um, so it was a privately owned boat, which is a charter boat, and um, we had an angel. Oh, he rented in- the boat. Yeah, so we yeah. had an angel investor company, and he was one of the investors in Facebook, um, Instagram, Airbnb. He was like that capital guy in San Francisco that used to lend all the money to everyone and um, obviously invest in their business. And the boat, we, we were in, I think we were in south of France for two weeks, and they were kind of a younger crowd and wanted us to come out and party with them. And I remember one night in Capri, 
Um, they'd asked me and some of the other girls to go out with them. We got ice cream and then we ended up in like a rave cave till <laughs> like 2 a.m. <laughs> with these Silicon Valley billionaires. Oh, my God, totally. Like um, I was trying to think, um, Joe Montana. Yeah. So um, he came on board. Yeah. He's from the NFL. He, he's a go- he's like before Tom Brady. He's like wow. a goat of um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At the time I didn't know who Tom he was Brady until after. Yeah. But his sons were on board. We all partied together. Wow. The um yeah, co-founder of Airbnb was on board. Who else? Um we had the owners of Instagram. Wow. So that's they came cool. on board for a day and they were just like, you know, having cocktails, sliding down the slides, using all the water toys. Nice and people. Are they all nice? They're all so amazing. Oh, I mean, yeah, because yeah. the, the funny thing about Silicon Valley is they've got bulk cash, but they're also quite young. Yeah. So they're, they're, and it, it, it's, it's young. A lot of it could be very new money as well. Yeah. So they're just excited yeah. to be doing yeah. things. Like, like a few of them I'm yeah. still in touch with and if I was to go to San Francisco, I would hit them up and say we're coming. Wow. Let's hang out. That's cool. Yeah, I mean. Perk of the job. Yeah, we create some really amazing relationships (laughs) with these people you'd never meet unless you were there. It's a cool world. Yeah. Yeah, it's a cool world. And so, guys, we do have to wrap up because we're almost at the time. But but, um, tell me, for for business, how are you guys uh, constantly looking to develop and grow in business? Are you you reading any books? Do you listen to any podcasts? Do you have any… Um, any recommendations you could give to the to the um, to the listeners? We, we listen, listen to your to, podcast, yeah, yeah, you do. <laughs> which is perfect because that's um, exactly you know the stories and and direction we want to go. Yeah, in our business, you know, to yeah. grow, learn, grow. Listen, yeah, develop. listening from business people, entrepreneurs, just like us that you know, are all going in the same direction. Mm. And yeah. as much as people can do that to do it, like whether it be reading books about other, like I like to read a lot of the books about. Um, like I'm reading the After Pay book at the moment. Oh, yeah? um, I read the, the like the WeWork book, the Nike book, yeah. the, yeah. the Jobs book. All Nike these book, books are I've, great. I haven't read that one, but I've heard it's, it's awesome. But it's just yeah. like it's like that guy went through so much hardship just to make his company work. It was almost like man, like fuck. I don't know if I would have gone through that. It, it's actually impressive how much he failed. Yeah. yeah. Before he before he got there, so yeah. it's just really. I also got that from the. Um, um, from the Elon Musk book, one yep. of the first ones, he crashed a lot of sh- rockets before. Before, <laughs> yeah. it flew. before you know, it was like, through, wow, yeah. I didn't, I didn't fail that much. No. <laughs> yeah, that's a common theme in yeah. very successful people. Is yes, don't give they, up. They push yeah. through and um, yeah, it's a mindset. Adapt, adapt. It's a mindset. Yeah. I need to turn this negative into a positive. Yeah, yeah. And there always is the option to do that. It's just a question of taking. I mean, listening to this podcast, great. Yes, because you're connecting with other business people, reading those books. I mean, carb is also another great way to do. It. Just or you, the more you surround yourself with what you're doing, in my opinion, like-minded people. Yeah, yeah, it's just like if I want to be fit, well, I'm going to go to the gym and hang out with a bunch of fit people. Yeah, you know, I'll go make a bunch of friends that are trainers as well. <laughs> yeah. they, if I want to be a biologist, I'll go to the where all the best biologists are. Yeah, you know, it's the same with business. Just surround yourself yeah. with business people, and Absolutely. and things happen. And and um, I, I think that's I think that's crucial. The podcast is getting big now too. I was at the cafe the other day in the city. And I sat down, and the guy comes up to me. and goes, "Oh, hey, Daniel, what can I get you?" I was like, "What the fuck? How do you know my name?" <laughs> he goes, "Oh, I listen, I listen to your podcast." Yeah. I was like, "Oh my god, Leo treatment." Yeah, yeah. yeah. there you go. Started. Yeah. Just need that yacht and those models. Uh, yeah, that, and then I'm done. Then yeah. I'm done. See ya. But uh, that's actually a good uh, place to end this episode um, with you, with that image in your head. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, guys, thank you so much. Thank you so much for being uh, uh, coming today and, and being uh, part of the community. Of course, you know we love you. And I do, and the members do, and it's just such a you, you're the only people that do this in the club, which is which is really special. Um, to our listeners, if you want to find out more about Joey and Sam and the Yacht Life Australia, you can go to cub.club forward slash podcast and find more information there, including the ability to get in contact with them, which you should. Um, <laughs> um, guys, thank you. Thank you. Thank Daniel. you for Thanks having, having us. us. Hope you enjoyed Great. the show. Yeah. Bye. Cheers. <laughs>